0: For the Satellite Sisters, I'm Liz Dolan. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan. Julie, what's the best thing you've got going today? You know what the best thing is,
1: Liz? It's king cake season again. So Ooh. get online, order yourself a king cake immediately. Maybe you can have time to eat it before you get on the plane to
2: Australia. <laughs> okay. That's what she needs. Leon, how about you? What's the best thing you got going? I got my Christmas cards in the mail this weekend. So pretty psyched. Pretty psyched. <laughs> so you expect them. Happy New Year's. It's New Year's for 12 months, I realize. so I, I enjoy holiday cards any time of year, Leanne. That's what I, I, I thought, that's Jewel. Fine. That's what I thought. I mean, who's kidding who? Liz, how about you?
0: Well, two things, Leah. Number one, I'm not attending the Consumer Electronics show in Las Vegas, which is a relief because I used to have to go to that. Number two, I heard they announced a voice-activated shower, so we have that to look forward to as products, <laughs> products we totally don't need, but I'm certain I will adopt.
2: <laughs> what I'm concerned about about this voice activation is we're just going to be screaming all the time. I know. Things. I know. Like, I, I mean, isn't that your worst nightmare is to become an old, cranky, screaming lady? And <laughs> now they're forcing us to do that.
0: Yeah. Have to talk to your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. It does seem kinder and gentler to just open the door yourself. <laughs> or to uh, clap. How about a clap on shower? <laughs> yeah. It just seems like there's enough of a delay in a shower, though, that it is easier just to turn the water down yourself. Right. You know? <laughs> Anyway, uh, enough about that. We have a super full show today. Uh, But first, Leanne, a couple of like, I feel like last week when Julie and I said we had a major, major announcement, we kind of buried the lead because we said what the announcement was is that later this month she and I are going to Australia. We will be touring the Great Barrier Reef. But I feel like really what was exciting about that announcement is who the guest hosts will be while Julie and I are gone.
2: It's typical as the older sisters, you simply forgot (laughs) that there are two other sisters standing by in the family. Wow. So yes, I have been in negotiations with the agents of Monica Dolan and (laughs) Sheila Dolan. And that's not that's sort of half, that's not fake news.
1: It's it's not.
2: Negotiations, right? No doubt. Yeah, we approached them. Um, It was a tentative, yes, I got from Sheila in the bonds okay. parking lot one day when <laughs> okay, I re- happened to run into her. But I can now confirm that Sheila and Monica will be joining me uh, in two weeks' time on okay. Satellite
0: Sisters. That is super so, exciting. So,
2: sure, you're going to the Great Barrier Reef, but I have Sheila in her car on her cell phone <laughs> trying to use Skype. So... <laughs> That'll be psyched, and
0: this is what we call the revenge of the junior varsity. It is. This is it.
2: It is, and I have exciting news because Sheila said she was preparing for the show by buying a copy of First Magazine. Oh my God! So, oh my God! Yes. Yeah, so enjoy your world travelers, your travels, you too. Because I have Sheila and Monica. Okay. So two <laughs> well, weeks. We from better now. not.
1: We better not linger down. I under. know. We
2: better come back because you know how that
1: is. That's why regular stars never go on vacation, right? (laughs) They're always afraid someone's going to take their seats.
0: Oh, but first, next week we have Tina Brown on the show. It's the return of the Satellite Sisters Book Club. We are talking to Tina Brown about her fantastic book, The Vanity Fair Diaries. Read it, skim it, or as Julie Dolan says, just throw it on the floor and read any page that it opens up to. It is that entertaining. (laughs) You don't need to read it in sequence at all. Uh
2: uh. Yeah. And, you know, Tina is a wonderful, wonderful guest. She's been on Satellite Sisters before. She's an incredible storyteller. And we're really able to ask her about things, really important things like Meghan Markle. Yes. I mean, come on. So that it was exciting for us to have her on. And we're going to play that interview next week.
0: Yeah. I think we might be breaking some news with Tina. Tina Brown's advice to Meghan Markle about Mm -hmm. how to get along in the House of Windsor.
2: Because it's not the advice I thought it was going to be. No,
0: no. No. It's very direct advice. It's sort of a watch your back (laughs) approach. (laughs) Sorry. What I would
2: say is if you're preparing in the Satellite Sisters, in addition to reading the book, go back into our archives and listen to our conversation with Tina Brown about the Princess Diana book that she Mm -hmm. wrote. Mm -hmm. Because there are lessons to be learned there for Ms. Meghan
0: Markle. Yes.
2: Yes. That, that's enough true. said enough said yeah so that's next week so we have tina brown editor of the new yorker and then we have <laughs> sheila dolan with first magazine <laughs> reader of first magazine <laughs> okay and then liz are just a reminder that our february book club pick is a very dense historical book but fantastic called prairie fires about the life of laura Ingalls wilder so if you're interested in that start reading and it who's now. Not, and who's really? not really there's not no one were you a girl in I America? I you the same technique to just open to any page and read it, <laughs> Leanne. Will it work with fairy flyers? No. no, no. It's, you know, because it's really a great portrait of the American West in general, like the opening up of the American West. So uh, Really? Wow. Yeah. In okay. the context
0: of the the
2: Laura Ingalls Wilder
0: books. It's Fantastic. in my suit. I'm taking it to Australia. Yeah. It's my vacation book.
2: So Minnesotans get on board, but we'll be talking to the author in February for that. So okay. Tina Brown, Sheila and Monica, Laura Ingalls Wilder. So go to Australia, you two. Whatevs.
0: What else? What
2: okay. Today on the show, the biggest news, of course, in America this week was the U.S. figure skating national championships. Yes, indeed. And we are okay. going to be... We are going to be talking about that. I have some thoughts on the team selection. Of course uh, you do. Yes. and That's our job here at Satellite Sisters. Uh, also, we're going to hear last-minute preparations for your trip to Australia. Yeah. Liz, you leave tonight.
0: Yeah, I have some good news and some bad news about Australia. So it's coming. Okay. Uh,
2: I am going to announce my theme of the year and tell you that. Good. You guys announced good. yours over yes. the previous weeks. And so I have mine. Uh, Julie, you have some food trends. Yep, it's, uh, it's raw, raw, raw. That's all I can say. <laughs> Yuck, yuck, yuck. And then (laughs) uh, I know. And then we have some other. I told you to order the king cake at the top (laughs) of the show. And then uh, we have some thoughts from the Facebook page. But of course, this week, uh, the hashtag of all time, maybe, who knows, from the Golden Globes was Oprah's spectacular speech. Spectacular. Fueling speculation that, you know, there's a a presidential run in her future, Mm -hmm. Oprah 2020. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So, you know, as a background, if you're new to Satellite Sisters, maybe you don't know that we wrote for the magazine for many years. Mm-hmm. We actually were on the Oprah Winfrey show mm-hmm. once and then taped twice. And then we went on tour with Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. And then we have other connections to Oprah. So we have some inside
0: knowledge. Right. I, I worked at the Oprah I, Winfrey I didn't, I didn't know. Yes, yeah. No, I'm going to volunteer that info. I worked for Oprah. I was yeah. the chief marketing officer at OWN. So, so, so there you all go. that's
2: true. So, I guess my <laughs> surprise at people's shock that Oprah was good at talking <laughs> was that yeah. Oprah was good at talking. Like, no. where have they been for 25 years? <laughs> she is a billionaire who built a business on a talk show. <laughs> she is a right. master communicator. She is. And there was just this kind of Jonathan Franzen, gee, who knew Oprah could be so <laughs> persuasive vibe, like from people on Twitter and men in my Facebook group, like one guy who was a, a TV critic was like, I'm pretty shocked Oprah was so good. Really? Like, do you think we're idiots that we watched her for 25 I know. years?
0: Yes, they do.
2: They do. They, yes.
0: they
1: really do. They took her. I med- think, you, don't you think it was also the contrast between all those actresses in the black dresses don't get me started on those uh, just sort of, you know, regurgitating sort of memorized state political statements versus Oprah, who really it came from the heart. You know, yeah, it I came object from to the,
0: the use of the word regurgitate because I thought they <laughs> well, were maybe not I thought they were very but, effective. You know, <laughs> but yes, would, of course, they had
1: like, memorized they had memorized a, an acceptance speech that included some some, you know, profound statement and the difference between their their speeches and Oprah's was very dramatic because she was from the heart.
2: Oprah she goes, takes Oprah. you to the mountaintop.
0: That's <laughs> yeah. what she does. I mean,
2: she's a master communicator. <laughs> I don't. I, I just was shocked at the shock. You know. Yeah. I mean, when we were on tour with her, her we saw her speak uh, three weeks in a row, three different cities. She no notes, nothing. Completely different fork, each city, and it yeah. just got better. And better and better. And by the time she she spoke in New York in front of a sold-out group on this O Magazine At Liberty tour. State Park. Liberty State Park, the Statue of Liberty in the background. And this was 15 years ago. People were crying. We were crying. She was singing. She sang. She was reciting Phenomenal Woman. I mean, I uh, thought yeah. she was going to go there the other night. When she <laughs> said the word phenomenal, I'm like, oh, here it comes. She's going to be sashaying her hips and people are going to go nuts. No, So I was just so surprised that the reception was like, huh, who knew? Really? (laughs) Millions of American women knew.
0: For 25 years. 25
2: years.
0: (laughs) Here's how effective Oprah is. When we were on that speaking tour with her, the first city, San Diego, we came on after Oprah. Uh, Right? Remember? Big mistake. So so Oprah finishes and 10,000 people get up and they leave. So after the <laughs> right. San Diego appearance, we went to the showrunner and made a suggestion that maybe we could warm up for Oprah. Maybe we could come on first. Right. And luckily, they made that change in the show flow, and we were very satisfied with that. That's right. Yeah. You
1: never want to go on after Oprah. No, you, you don't. Know? And I think I, I think everyone at the Golden Globes found that yeah. to be true as well.
2: So, uh, you know, whether... I I don't want to spend the next three years speculating whether she's going to run. That's tedious to me. But the fact that she's good at talking? (laughs) I mean... That she would really surprise on, no people. one. You really have to take a look at your biases. Yes. If you think that that was, yeah. you know, as Jonathan Franson, like, poo-pooed her book club. Yeah. Shut up, Jonathan <laughs> Franson. <laughs> I'm waiting many years to say that. I'm glad you're over that. That was about 20 years ago, Lynn. <laughs> yes,
0: okay. it was.
2: But it was the same. It was the Just same. Underestimating arrogance. It was the same arrogance. The same arrogance absolutely- that Jonathan Franson showed. Like, uh uh-huh. her people read? I don't know. Oprah? Yeah. Oh, she's really good at talking. What the? Okay. Okay. That
0: would be. We all agree with you.
2: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yay, Oprah. Whatever you want to do is fine with us. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it for three years, though. So,
0: (laughs) just that—that's all I ask. All right. Hey, can I just say I enjoyed your suggestion on this week's recap of Madam Secretary, which you you two do together every Monday. It's called Satellite Sisters Talk TV. It's a different feed than Satellite Sisters, so go subscribe. On yesterday's MSEC recap, you launched a 2020 ticket that you called... McCord Winfrey, 2020. Yes, you'd like to see Elizabeth <laughs> McCord as the presidential candidate? Oprah well, Winfrey. Well, she has the, she has
1: the policy chops. Does, that we're yeah. looking for on a ticket, uh, yeah. uh, Liz. So I just yeah. again, I want but people to forgot.
0: expand their horizons a little bit. Elizabeth McCord, also in our world, a viable presidential candidate. Exactly. Just, that, that's the state of politics these days. Yes.
2: <laughs> Fictional characters welcome, <laughs> except ones created by. Jonathan Francis. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this week, a lot of talk on the Satellite Sisters Facebook page about the U.S. figure skating championships. Liz, you and I, a month ago, a little bit more than a month ago, had the chance to meet Ashley Wagner and Alan, uh, Adam Rippon, who yes. became sort of central figures in the controversy this weekend, two U.S. hopefuls. They trained right. together, they're best friends. Ashley Wagner uh, was put on the team four years ago in a controversial move at the time. She came in fourth at the U.S. Nationals, but she was vaulted to be one of the three members of the team, mm-hmm. uh, displacing Mariah Nagasu. Adam was twenty-six. You know, has had a good run of luck lately, but never made an Olympic team. It's kind of their last shot for both of them. So this week, skating yes. happens. And i got to say, there's a lot of good skating this week. Particularly, there was, yes. You know, the short programs were great. The women all skated really well. You know, the men, a couple of big disappointments there. But for the most part, some fantastic state skating. Because remember, some years in skating, everyone falls everyone down. Everyone falls down, I, I mean, know. <laughs> Yes, it's hard. It's a very hard sport. Yeah. I mean, they're all a wreck in that sport, really, <laughs> when you think about it. But, you know, the U.S. has not had a skating medal since 2006 at really? the Olympic Games. Sasha oh. Cohen. That's a oh. long.
0: An individual
2: medal. Yeah. Didn't we get some They got kind the of team. Given, given how, many, how many
1: skater figure skaters we have. It yeah. It seems like we would have and a And we lot. used to
2: be a powerhouse, but we're sort of being replaced by these these Russians now. In so many ways, hmm. but um so, okay, the women's skate, and here's the controversy. Ashley Wagner uh, finishes fourth, she doesn't get named to the team, okay, mm-hmm. and there I felt like that was right she. The top three skaters all skated great programs. There was a mixture of young, you know fresh blood mm-hmm. uh there was a mixture of veterans. Mariah Nagasu had the skater the weekend. I loved it, but then there was this controversy. you know, Ashley spoke out, she was furious about her her marks and and then the backlash against Ashley like stop, stop talking, you shouldn't say anything. you mm-hmm. know this is what you deserve, and I just hated to see that because when yeah. we We met her, Liz, and we have talked to a lot of athletes individually. A lot. uh, Because both of us worked in sports. Like, she's an unusual female athlete. Mm -hmm. She has a lot to say. She was funny and opinionated and smart. And mm-hmm. she did not seem like a programmed athlete in, no, I'll just right. say it, skating or gymnastics, where mm-hmm. they tend to really stick to the party line.
0: And she's the one that also, after a long conversation with you, told you that you should be a skating commentator. <laughs> she <laughs> did say that. So that, I think, is part of your yeah. commitment to... Affection yeah. for to Ashley. Ashley. Yes. Yeah. But,
2: you know, she is a spectacular skater. And yes. she told us at that at that event that she was skating to La La Land. Mm-hmm. She was going to skate to the La, La music, but she wasn't feeling it, so she was going back to an old program, and this was before Skate America, mm-hmm. when she ended up actually pulling out because of an injury. And Liz, you and I got in our car, and what's mm-hmm. the first thing we said? Why is That's she a going mistake. back to an old program? <laughs> Leanne Dolan said it was a mistake to go to the old program. So and- when she skated this weekend, I just didn't think it was 100% there. She mm-hmm. had skated a couple more times. but. You know, here's the thing. People are like, oh, figure skating, just gnashing. How does this happen? Why didn't the top three men get to go? Adam ended up making the team even though Which we I finished. I was thrilled forward. about. Thrilled about. Great. Thrilled about. You know what, people? This happens all the time in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, constantly federations and coaches are making the decision, do we take the fresh young face mm-hmm. or the experienced veteran? They're just – in figure skating, it just happened to be three spots. But, you know every- – Can I just say,
0: look at the national championship football game last yeah. night. At halftime, At halftime, they decided time. to go with the freshman QB. How yeah. about that? Yeah. As a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Yeah, and they won the game. It's yeah. happened in soccer as well, yeah. well yeah. for yeah. our national team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Landon sure. Donovan left off the team. That's what coaches
2: Right. This is, it's hard to make these decisions. So it's not unique to figure skating and you can agree or disagree, but it's not a problem with the sport. What is a problem with the sport, though? I'm going to go to Christine Brennan's reporting. So, you know, she's a USA Today sports writer, and we've had her on the show. She's sort of the preeminent figure skating, uh, you know, reporter there. She really knows her stuff. And she talked to dozens of people after Ashley did not make the team. And what was a problem was this Brady Tunnell, you know, this Mm -hmm. fresh face Cinderella. Julie, I know you didn't see – I didn't I didn't get to see the skating yeah. this past week. So, um,
1: Well, she's So, youth is winning. Is that She sort of came it?
2: out of nowhere this Brady Tznell Skate America. She's dancing to, to to she's skating to Disney's Cinderella. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. it's very sweet and mm-hmm. she's your Alice would love it, your granddaughter cuz she wears like a crown when she skates, which I object to. <laughs> um, Okay, this is the Leon Dolan faint praise portion of
0: the <laughs> evaluation.
2: Well, it's the difference between a girl and a woman, right? It is it's the Same totally hundred percent it, it happen. happens all the time. She she nailed every jump. She mm-hmm. can really compete with those Russians who can jump. But this was the thing that Christine Brennan mentioned in her article, and this is what I object to, that US figure skating, after after Skate America, they said, okay, we want her to go. She can compete. Again, fair enough if you're, mm-hmm. if you're open about it. You want to take the young one instead of the experienced veteran? Yep. That is a decision coaches make every day of the week. But instead, they elevated her artistic score above Ashley Wagner's artistic mm-hmm. score. So they mm-hmm. messed around with the scoring to justify their selection. Right. And that's what I object to because if you saw the two of them skate – Well, frankly, I was worried about Dick Button's health. He was in the (laughs) when when Brady (laughs) skated because I was like, I hope he's left the building because that lack of extension is going to kill Dick Button. (laughs) She's great. Send Mm -hmm. her to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Get her the experience. So, you know, next time when she's 23, she can win and compete against those Russians. But don't pretend that her skating was more artistic than Ashley's like. There wasn't even any comparison, and that's mm-hmm. why that's what opens federations up mm-hmm. to criticism. Yeah. and then right. the other thing I would say, and stick with me because I'm now I'm going way out on a limb with this. <laughs> <Okay>. All right, <laughs> is, okay. You know, people are like, "Oh, Ashley should 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 not have expressed anger. She should shut up. She is a big mouth. She, you know, she she talks too much." When she made the Sochi team, she was one of the few athletes that said at a press conference. I don't agree with Putin's policy on gays. I -hmm. think it's wrong. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she speaks her mind. Well, you know what? We don't need any more female athletes that don't speak up when they see wrong. Thank you. I I think one of the stories that got underreported was the gymnastics, the terrible abuse by the U.S. doctor on the gymnastics team. I totally agree with you. It it got completely lost in the Harvey Weinstein, everything Mm -hmm. that was happening in November story. Mm -hmm. That was a terrible story. Ali mm-hmm. Reisman and Michaela, they came forward and that guy is in jail mm-hmm. and they did not have like the wherewithal to speak up. If you read the interviews with Ali Reisman, she's like, I didn't even know it was happening to me. So when people say, why didn't you say anything? Like, I didn't know. Right. I mean, this team doctor was coming to her hotel room during international competitions. It's just terrible. We don't need more female athletes. That don't speak up against their federation, mm-hmm. whether it's on scoring or anything else, like, or pay. Like the U.S. Women's Soccer Team spoke up against pay parity you know, they keep winning, they keep qualifying for the World Cup, so we don't need any more athletes. agree, they're not these little and...
0: skating princesses, no. or up there on the beam, like these little dolls. They are hey, actual... gymnastics
1: is really hard. Like, no, place. I know, I, I know. Hold... No, yeah. I know, that's
0: what I mean. So give them a little bit of credit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. and they're, you know, they're fully formed people, even though we prefer to think of them as little twirling dolls.
2: Right, and they, they have to play a lot of games to get picked on those national teams, and I object to that, but one of the Game should not be not speaking up. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. I don't agree with that. So I'm sorry that Ashley is not going, but I think the right team is going for you know reasons that are maybe questionable. And okay. I'm glad that okay. our man Adam is going. Yes, so I'm so just, excited for Adam. I'm yeah.
1: so okay. Well, Leon, you're really going to have to drill down and do some research on a figure skating pair that is going to be there in South Korea in a couple of weeks, and that is the North Korean figure skating pair because just yesterday North Korea met with South Korea in the peace village which I've actually been to I didn't find it very peaceful when I was there I I think it's like the tense village in at the DMZ and uh, delegations from both the north and the south agreed number one that North Korea would send a delegation to the 2018 uh, Olympic Games, uh, and that they North also agreed that for the duration of the games, the Olympic Games, that they would try to keep a peaceful environment. So I think that's code Yay for, for that. They're not they're not going to be shooting off uh, missiles. And obviously, this is a pretty sudden and dramatic change. However, the North Koreans have participated in Olympic Games before, and uh, they're still holding out. Uh, The South was really hoping that at the same time as the Olympic Games, that they could um, organize a reunion of family members that were separated during the Korean War. So that's a long time, you know, mm-hmm. but there, yeah. so there that piece is negotiating, but there is going to be a delegation of athletes.
0: I think this is a great North story. North Koreans
1: are also sending cheerleaders. Yeah. Okay.
0: Which they're I'm sending, guessing they're going to be super good at because yeah, you yeah. see all those big demonstrations that they do in honor of the dear leader and the great leader. Yes. So I think cheering is a national skill. Yeah. So they have cheer.
1: Well, Liz, they have two categories. They have art performers. So I assume those are the people with the cards, flipping them around, doing Mm. the spectacular synchronized card shuffling stuff. Um, But the cheerleaders are separate, and I believe those are the minders, Liz. I think those are the spies that are going to be watching those athletes (laughs) that that none of them take off. Um, They're also going to have a a demonstration of taekwondo, uh, even though that's not a a winter sport, but apparently it's one that the North Koreans actually have some athletes in that area. They're looking for wild card entries in short track skating and in Nordic skiing. And I'm just assuming that the Olympic Committee, you know, just not wanting to aggravate North Korea, given that, you know, their border is 110 miles from where the games games are being held, that if they want to be in short track skating or Nordic skiing, I just assume we're going to let them in. So, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it could be just an (laughs) Eddie the Eagle scenario, right? Yes, we know you're not going to win, but (laughs) okay, sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, but they do have they do have a pair pair skaters, Leon, that have qualified for the Olympic events. Yes. So I, I <laughs> I'm excited. I, I think that you'll be able to pick them out. They're going to be in bad costumes
2: <laughs> with bad teeth. Those will be the two things that you'll notice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good news story. So exciting that the Olympics are coming up in four weeks. All right. Uh, When we get back, we are going to uh, talk about your trip to Australia. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. But first, we want to thank a couple of our sponsors.
0: Okay. now we're back. And I wanted to recap some of the news we shared last week is that Julie and I are taking a little trip this month. To the Great Barrier Reef, so we're super excited. And Lee, and you took last week off because it was your anniversary, right? Yeah. So you didn't get a chance to tell us how excited you are for us. <laughs> now we know you're replacing us while we're gone with <laughs> Sheila and Monica. I guess I she's shouldn't... moving on, Liz. I know.
1: <laughs> okay, but you better bring her back a good gift,
0: or else we're <laughs> off the show. So I have good news and bad news about uh, about this trip. First, the good news for me is that one of my stops, you know how much, like I've said, the sea turtle is my spirit animal. Um, Mm -hmm. I am actually visiting... A turtle rehabilitation center on Fitzroy Island. Wow. This is wow. Wow. Yes. Wow, Liz. yeah, and Julie, I think this is after you and your husband leave me alone. So yeah. the so this <laughs> Fitzroy Island, you're going off to celebrate your anniversary. I'm going off to swim with the turtles. So it said you visit the turtle rehab center and you may even be able to swim with a sea turtle just off the beach. So I'm totally hundred percent signed up for that. So that is the good news. The uh-huh. bad news is, well, apparently we could not get there soon enough because here was this was a giant headline in uh, the New York Times over the weekend. And I know it was carried in lots of other papers because so many of you sent, sent it to <laughs> oh, me. No. Headline is, a voracious starfish is destroying the Great Barrier Reef. So come on. How much more is this reef supposed to take? So here's what it says. Deadly starfish are feasting on parts of the world's largest reef system, which is already threatened by rising ocean temperatures, which I mentioned last week. This is the crown of thorns starfish, Julie. So we Mm -hmm. have to – I feel like you and me and your husband – We can feel free to like pluck these off the reef and bring them home. Well, are they
1: are they just voracious on the reef, or will they bite us? I I think we need to get a little more information about these starfish, Liz. Biting
0: starfish. Wow. Well, the thing that surprised me is that it's an actual native species. Usually, these invasive things like (laughs) they show up, they fall off the hull of a ship going by, you know. And but no, this is a native species whose numbers occasionally grow so out of control they endanger the reef. And they've been detected on 37 sections of the southerly Swain Reef, more than 60 miles offshore. So we will be checking it out. And it says Hmm. normally the starfish contributes to the reef's diversity by eating faster growing coral species. So that allows for the slower growing species to thrive. But now the starfish are eating faster than the coral can grow. And obviously we know the coral is threatened by a number of other factors too. So... One study found that between 1985 and 2012, the reef reef lost an average of 50% of its coral cover. And starfish predation, whoever thought you would see those two words together, sisters? Starfish predation. Oh, wow. Yeah. At National Geographic, predation was a very common word, but normally applied to like... Sharks, yeah, and things. You know, your apex <laughs> predators, on your list of apex predators, you don't normally see starfish. Uh, starfish re- pred- predation was responsible for almost half of that decline. And they don't actually know why. But one theory, which is interesting, is that currents are bringing nutrient-rich water from the deep sea up onto the shelf where it didn't really exist before. So they have more nutrients. So it correlates with the starfish larvae growth. Oh, wow. So we're going to have to get to the bottom of this, Joel. Wow. That's it. We got the good Literally news. Clearly on the bottom. We're going to really, really, really do that. Good news on the turtles, right, so bad news I, on the just, starfish. I just
1: wanted to know, because I we do care about the wreath, and that's one of the reasons we're going, is to see it now. I read that um, they really recommend, require um, great barrier Reef safe suntan lotion you know you have to wear a lot of suntan lotion when you're there sure and they don't want you to just use regular old copper tone because oh. it has too many chemicals that they also think are damaging the reef oh. so not to worry sister I bought I ordered the th- uh, three pack so we each have a tube of this special <laughs> oh, okay. suntan lotion isn't that I mean that's, that's a good nice thing to you. thank you Julie that's good yes yeah, so we're, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're set in that area. See, once so, you I mean, decide uh,
0: you're going to check a bag, you can bring all kinds of gels right. and liquids that you would normally <laughs> leave at home. Okay, thank you. That's great. <laughs> and the other thing I just,
1: you know, when, because I've done a lot of off, you know, off the grid travel, I always travel with a roll of duct tape, you know, just I think you could repair your suitcase mm-hmm. you can it's you can use it for a puncture wound and i just couldn't decide whether or not to stick it in the suitcase for australia because it seems like a really nice place like i uh, it's not really off the grid at all but then the more you read about some of the animals that they have there <laughs> yeah. including yeah. the fox bat okay i we're going to post a picture of these fox bats they're currently having a very difficult time because of the temperature. They're like falling out of trees, these oh, fox bats. Oh my God. And I'm saying you do not want one of these things falling on you. So <laughs> I think Punch I'm sure the duct tape puncture wound.
0: Yeah. So that would be we're also going to the Daintree rainforest. So is that right. where the bats are? They're in yeah, the Yeah, I well,
1: I'm not certain, but I uh, I'm going to have my <laughs> duct tape. So
0: uh so
2: not to worry. <laughs>
0: Okay. You got me covered. All well, right. Well, you, Thank know you, The Julie. good news
2: is that there are quite a few Australians who listen to the show and they've yes. been posting on the Facebook group. So maybe they can um, assuage Julie's fears about this fox bat. Are they simply falling out of the trees when you go to get a cup of coffee? Uh, it was a
1: story at the BBC, Liam, <laughs> l- because of the high temperatures that a number of animals are having a very difficult time. Okay? Mm. All
0: right. Okay. All right, Jill. It's like those frozen okay, iguanas sister. falling out of the trees in Florida last week. <laughs> that was happening, too.
2: Uh, animals. They're yeah. awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, you guys have already mentioned your themes for the year, and because I was not on last year, you know, I pick a theme every year. So yeah. for 2018, here's my theme. It's Proceed with Curiosity. Oh. All right. So at my son's graduation from art school, the dean got up and gave a wonderful speech about, um, you know... Thinking about how these grads should move forward in the world, uh, being designers and creative types. And he said, you know, it's very tempting to move forward with judgment, you know, Mm -hmm. to look at things and already have judgment. But imagine how different the world would be if you had curiosity instead, if you replaced what you think you're going to hear from someone with a genuine curiosity about their
0: life. And I thought that was very thoughtful. That is very thoughtful. Yeah. That is going to be so hard for you, Leah. I know. That's, I know. Well, you know what? Because I think we're all judging all the time. Yeah,
2: but the, on the other hand, Liz, thanks for your uh, thanks for your backup.
0: <laughs> sorry, that wasn't really the spirit of Mudita. She, she was, is an right. unofficial ice skating judge. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, certain,
2: you keep judging in certain areas, Leah. I think it's competitions. It's ju- you're it's allowed all to judge a competition, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay? Uh, you know, so. Um, but I am a writer. So, yes. I, you know, great. I'm curious about people. Like, you don't go into that if you have zero curiosity about other right. people's lives and motives. And I'm interested in history and the world and things like that. So, okay. I wanted to sort of just rejigger my brain. You know, I uh-huh. think 2017 was a year of tremendous judgment on all fronts. Yes. I'd like to free myself of that. And, you know, he also, the dean also spoke about listening deeply and how that's a really uh-huh. important part. That's like an Oprah thing. The here. creative. It's... Well, he he was quoting psychologist and Harvard professor Carol Gilligan. But uh, yeah, yes, it is right. like an uh-huh. Oprah thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, she probably took she it. She listens a lot. Yeah. So that was, yeah, to listen deeply uh, and with curiosity instead mm-hmm. of already thinking you know the answer that's going to come out of someone's mouth so and i like the idea of stealing the phrase instead of proceed with caution like proceed with curiosity mm-hmm. so there you go that's my wow theme that's for a the big year. idea okay,
1: i like it very good yeah, yeah. very good yeah, should, no, should good. work
0: out well Liam. thank you for your support julie <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just saying that it's like 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 my theme udita which is like taking joy out of other people's good fortune I have already found that to be very hard to do, and it's only the 10th of January. <laughs> you know, it is hard. So yeah. these things, this is why we have them as right. themes, their goals. Right. So so that's a good one. Some years I have themes that are just, you
2: know, change is good. I mean, yeah. that's not that hard a theme to really execute on. But you're right. This is something I, I wanted to do, you know, with thought, with yes. thought, with thought. All right. When we get back, we have more from the face group and things like the Facebook group and things like that. Um, but first, we're going to hear from one of our sponsors. Stay with us for the Satellite Sisters. Okay, we're back, sisters. And we've got to talk about some of the
1: food trends for 2018. Because I know you want to be current on mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be eating when you go out to a restaurant. And I've got some sad news. Avocado toast it may have run its course. It's toast. No, (laughs) it's toast. (laughs) Oh no. It's, it's on the endangered list. I mean, it may have suffered from overexposure. You know, I mean, of course, Leon and I discovered avocado toast. We We are the ones that put it on the map. We brought toast back into the world because that was, it was heading out and we, you know, we spoke up for toast. Uh, But a lot of restaurants, they're feeling like, hmm, we've done that, been there, done that. We've got to uh, go with something else. Also, sort of losing its uh, attractiveness or its glamour is tuna tartare. You know how you'd always see that on a Mm -hmm. menu, right?
2: Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tuna tartare. Yeah. It's out. It's out. Sirloin steaks. uh Uh-uh. No more. Foie gras. I mean, I can see that. Even kale is now described as being in a transitional period, okay? <laughs> you must be so meaning, happy about that. Meaning the tra- w- w- they're, how, what they're doing with kale now is they're mixing in other uh, lettuce leaves, you know? So, <laughs> so they're hiding it's it. It's not all kale, okay? Okay. I'm not against that. Also, microgreens. Did you ever go to a restaurant where they serve sure. those? Yeah, they're I like, like those.
0: I enjoy okay. a little micro.
1: Agree. Okay. Well, they say that those are on the way out because they have actually have zero flavor value. They have um, no flavor whatsoever. Yeah. They might look cute, little yeah. baby lettuces and things like that, but they don't taste like anything. So they're on the endangered list
0: they never as well that. as
1: veal. People don't, diners don't want to eat veal. Yeah. They don't want sauced meat. They mm. want, if they're going to eat meat, they want a clean, clean
2: meat. Okay. Sauce, so, sauced meat. Who says that? I don't know, Leanne. I'm just. I'm just yeah, a
0: grilled piece of meat, though. I'm fine I with that. A
2: veal piccata with some nice sauce. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, it's good. I'd be licking that plate. I know. Lynn. I'd be licking. Well, that. I, don't eat, I, love that. I don't eat veal, but I like chicken piccata.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, Okay, so here's what's in duck meat. mm, I'm sad about that. Don't really (laughs) like duck, but brisket. Okay, you see that everywhere. Everybody's doing brisket. Yeah, carrots and squash are making a run for it. Okay.
0: Are you happy about that? I am not in the squash camp at all. Talk about no flavor. It's just like, it's just mushy watery. I'm just I hate squash. Sorry.
2: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I've always
0: hated it.
1: There's lots of different kinds of squash, like there's know, zucchini, the, there's butternut squash. Come on, Liz. Okay, butternut Open squash, you're right.
0: No, I'm thinking of just okay. like that mushy yellow squash that you get on a plate sometimes as a side dish. Nope, I don't like okay. that. Okay. Yeah,
1: but But the big move is seasoned raw fish, okay, in bowls. Okay, everything's going to be in a bowl. Okay, mm-hmm. plates are out. Get rid of your plates. Mm-hmm. Okay, bowls. And and raw fish is really, um, that's going to be very
0: popular. So, so it's the poke, I'm not so, the poke bowl. It yeah. has taken Yeah, over like some the whole California. poke bowl
1: thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other big trend coming out of Silicon Valley, I don't, I, and I'm sure it's happening in, in Los Angeles. I haven't seen it here in um, Texas, but we're a cattle country, but uh, they, perhaps they have it in Los Angeles. And that is raw water. Have you heard this? <laughs> is raw this the,
2: like collected rainwater?
1: Yes, this is unfiltered, untreated, unsterilized water that either comes from rainwater or or people are actually like trespassing and collecting it out of springs, other people's springs mm. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that you can buy this, uh, you can buy it for you know forty dollars for a two point five gallon jug, and people people think that this is very good because it is unfiltered, untreated, unsterilized. It doesn't have any of the chemicals that you have in your normal tap water, um, and that this is sort of consistent with like a paleo diet or a raw diet that we have to get all these other chemicals out of our system but the only problem with untreated water uh as as you may be aware of sisters is the parasites in the water It gives you Giardia. yeah Uh, Giardia and cryptosporidium as well (laughs) yes some bad things right and your spring might be okay but if there's cattle up up the stream that's yeah. maybe not such a good thing but raw look raw fish and raw water how about
0: that raw water just hearing those two words is so stupid i'm sorry i'm not buying it that's... <laughs> good. Good. not to be judgmental or yeah. anything liam but no nope. <laughs> You list. are not the least bit curious about raw water. Well, are you? I
2: you know, if you've ever hiked, you've had raw water and then yeah. 2 days later you get a parasite because <laughs> there's some animal upstream. It's yeah, if you know you're yeah. not really or agriculture su- upstream. Yeah. You're yeah. not supposed to drink out of that stuff. All right. right, Ready. right. Well, okay, Joel.
0: Okay, thanks for the heads up, Joel. Uh, I actually have started the poke bowl. I've it's now part of my routine. Not okay not every week but every couple of weeks i've been enjoying that lately so all right i don't eat raw fish Okay.
1: All right. Well, you're out. So you better stick to the carrots and the squash. I pretty much.
2: Yeah. Wow. It, it sounds and like cling, I'm
1: a clinging Cling to that transitional kale because it's on its way out too. I like it.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, sisters, I want to take just a minute and tell you a, a wonderful story. Now, uh, many of you who are on our Facebook group know of Michael Muller. He it, writes the beautiful Mirabelle books about his dog, you know, and he posts all the time. He's a longtime satellite sister mister and can I say his Maribel books these are children's books about his very special dog they are my grandson Peter's that's his that those are his go-to books I mean when he was writing his letter to Santa Claus this year the only thing he wanted from Santa Claus was he wanted some Darth Darth Vader lightsaber and he wanted a new Mirabelle book. Oh, he just nice. loves these stories. So Michael wrote to me a little while ago about um, about someone that's uh, very important to him and that he has gotten involved in something called the Ladybug House. The Ladybug House is um, out of Seattle, Washington, and it was started – By a critical care nurse that for 35 years she worked both in the United States and Canada. And what she has set up is a hospice uh, um, palliative care um, place for children. Oh, how about that? That's wow. the saddest because thing I've ever heard. Because she says, now we know how, you know, both of our parents um, used hospice at the end of their lives. And there are, you know, with young children, there are times when hospice or palliative care is, is appropriate. And what Ladybug House does is that they say if we cannot add days to the life of a child, we will add life to their days.
0: Oh, wow. And that's Michael
1: and Mirabel have gotten involved with ladybug house and they wrote to me about this and he just asked he just thought that other satellite sisters would like to know about this they're currently have a building campaign they want to get they want to renovate a permanent house in seattle where they can treat kids you know they have in great britain they have Palliative care places like this for children, they have a number of them throughout Great Britain, but in the United States, there are only two of them. Isn't that amazing? Only two. So there's one, you know, this one started by this wonderful nurse in Seattle, and there's one other, but we're going to put up information on uh, our uh, website and our Facebook group about the Ladybug House, and you can go to ladybughouse.org if you want more information about that. So thank you, Michael. Thank you, Mirabelle, for telling us about that. Michael has written a special book um, that he is going to use as a fundraiser for the Ladybug bug House called No Dogs Allowed and about how Mirabelle now goes to visit a number of these children. Wow. So.
0: Okay, that's great. You know, one of the beautiful things about the Facebook group is that you do get to post what you want to share with the rest of the satellite sisterhood. So, so thank you very much, Michael. It's that's lovely to see. There are a couple of other highlights that have been in the group over the past week or so that I wanted to mention. Uh, You should join the group if you haven't already. What are you waiting for? Okay, number one, Georgia uh, posted a photo, and Georgia. This is I feel so responsible for this, but I am very touched and moved. So here's what she wrote. I wanted to share after your last podcast of 2017, my son, who's obviously a tattoo artist, tattooed Mudita on me and some of the family. It is just one more connection that we share together as a family. It was a series of events that brought us all to this place. And when I heard your podcast, it gave us the word that captured our sentiment. We wanted a tattoo that would remind us to have vicarious joy and happiness for someone else's well-being. We still kind of laugh and say, "We can't believe we got matching tattoos." <laughs> I can't, I Georgia, I can't believe we got matching Georgia, tattoos. I love that picture I though. I mean, that's a
2: crazy picture. It's fantastic.
0: This is this is why the group is so great. You can post your own pictures. You can share your life experience with us. So, thank you, Georgia. Good luck with that mudita. Now, I'm really going to have to stick with that as a theme yeah liz
1: you've you've set a very high bar so don't (laughs)
2: blow it on day 11 i know well so has georgia like now now i'm like i hope someone gets proceed with curiosity tattooed on their (laughs) body. How
0: about you only go around once in life? That's going to be a big tattoo. That seems like that would make a good pillow, Julie. I think we should do a pillow in that theme. Wouldn't that be good? Okay, okay, Liz, Uh, get to work on it. (laughs) Okay, the second photo I wanted to mention in the Facebook group, Ann posted a picture of a coffee mug that I think really captures a lot of the spirit here at Satellite Sisters. Uh, The mug says, always be yourself unless you can be Serena. Then be Serena. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And I love it. It could be Ashley. It could be Adam. It could be any one of the people out there you see working so hard. So thank you, Anne, for posting the picture of a mug. And then Marsha, I want to close with this. Marsha posted a picture of herself on a chaise lounge in her backyard. The message says, finally got all the Christmas decorations put away. Time to relax with a book I've been wanting to read. And Leon, she's reading your first novel, the best selling. Helen of Pasadena.
2: I love the photo. I love the sentiment. <laughs> I love that you waited till you put the Christmas decorations away. Marcia, that was sensible. Then you can fully enjoy it. Yes.
0: Thank you. That made me really happy. Yeah. So that is really nice. Thanks, Marcia Ann, and Georgia and everyone else who participates over there. Yeah. And we should mention Kathy Douglas, who was posting live updates from the skating this weekend. Outstanding she, pictures. She Those there. were great.
1: I love to see like the, uh, the skaters in a relaxed setting. You know, yeah. that because we always see them when they're all tense, you know, so her pictures were really wonderful yeah. that yeah.
2: way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I hope she goes to Byung Chang. Her yes. the oh, skater yeah. that she supports, Mariah Nagasu, did make the team. And so go, Kathy. That's Kathy, all we you should totally go.
0: You know how much we love going to the Olympics when we can. Can't quite squeeze it in this year, but you can be our representative.
2: You can talk yourself out of it pretty easily. (laughs) Believe me, when we told people we were going to Rio, most people were like, why? But it was a fantastic experience. Yes,
0: do not let the 110 miles from the North Korean border deter no. you at no. all no no it's, no, all good it's a now. peaceful
2: time we just they just worked that all out peaceful time get on the plane kathy all right we do want to thank our our sponsors liz does a great job doing the show notes every week at satellitesisters.com so if you miss a sponsor or a promo code or an offer you can always go to satellitesisters.com mm-hmm. but special thanks to care.com forward slash sisters BarkBox.com forward slash sisters and Harrys.com forward slash sisters. We really appreciate the sponsors who support our show and we appreciate the listeners who support our sponsors. So thank you.
0: Sisters, are you ready? You ready? you go going to, to go. Australia. Yeah. First, we also want to thank Sergio Enriquez here oh, yes. at Wondery. We're very happy to work with Sergio and to be part of the Wondery Network.
2: And, and yeah. to have fresh coffee and real mugs when we come in, Liz. People I mean, were
0: printing things out for us today, Julie, and you would have thought Leanne it's, had died it's and a gone dream. to heaven. It's a, that's 2018.
2: <laughs> it's all up, up, you know, up, up, up. I just, it's been eight years since I've gone to an actual office. So it's, it's kind of a culture shock for me. I hope you were something decently I'm trying it is a struggle you know to put on pants with a zipper <laughs> first thing in the morning and my contact lenses but I'm trying Jill I'm trying
0: okay uh, but So good girl- luck
2: while we're gone little Ian it's yeah. all gonna be great I got Tina Brown I got Sheila and Monica what more wow. what more could a girl need now yeah. I'm jealous no don't be jealous you guys okay. have a fantastic time have a safe time mm-hmm. Liz I know you're gonna try to unplug Julie mm-hmm. I want you and your husband to unplug and just enjoy that experience of a lifetime at the Great Barrier Reef. Okay,
0: one thing I did get a Great Barrier Reef appropriate um, pedicure, at Leon. Yeah, and uh, just in case there's any kind of shark attack. Yeah, uh, my toenails are bright, bright, bright orange, like safety orange. <laughs> So if you find just a foot or a leg and that's the color, you don't need my dental records. I got the duct tape. I'm just going to tape you right back
1: up,
2: Liz. Well, You don't need dental
0: records when you have pedicure records. I'm writing it
2: down. Orange
0: toenails. When I get the call. Crikey. (laughs) <laughs> we we agreed on last week's show lee and you're not supposed to make oh, any i
1: know I No, not of those yeah. Leon. we did a whole thing on the cultural stuff <laughs> on uh, down under none okay. of those steve jokes
2: okay all right okay all right so well, we're good really have a wonderful safe thank trip, you. you thank you, guys. you thanks and keep in touch later if you want to or not just or save you. it all and tell us about it but uh-huh. take photos Yes. you can maybe share later or not
0: do whatever you i want downloaded to. a whole bunch of special emojis like jellyfish emojis. <laughs> they're they're impressive. They're I was sending them to your impressive. husband last night, Julie. <laughs> yes, he was yeah. impressed. I am. Well, we got my emoji. We got an
1: underwater camera, so we're good. We're good to oh, go. Wow.
0: Okay, mm-hmm.
2: that's so trim. Thank I I That's fantastic. All right, we're the satellite sisters. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, call your satellite sister.